Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alex Smith is who player profiler. Which is, again, that's one where you say it and you're like, uh, Alex Smith. But Alex Smith was a good NFL quarterback. Like, he re- he really was. I, and I know it's like, oh, he throws behind the sticks and people, whatever. Alex Smith on a rookie deal, a great pick. Number one, Trey Lance. I've seen everything I need to see. Hey, go I've, see, I've seen what I needed to see immediately yes immediately yes I've seen what I need to see what's up everybody and welcome to this week's swole cast here on ruddergrunners.com I'm David Kitchen joined by Davis Maddock you can find him on Twitter at Davis Maddock Peter Oberzetz you can find him on Twitter what is it Peter Come on, Kitchen. Yeah, my mentor doesn't know my Twitter handle right off the that. dome. No, is it at underscore at, that. at, 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 at Kitchen's protege? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have our special guest, JJ Zacharyson, who conveniently is not going to be on the show for today's quarterback show. So um, I don't know what to tell people. This is going to be as action-packed as you think it's going to be he gave the excuse of what is the content creator equivalent of saying my dog ate my homework which is that my power I, is out i thought this exact <laughs> same thing as far and that's why i uh, i actually messaged him and i said uh i understand I said i'm giving you the out for today's show next time just tell me you don't want to do it though and he said unless you want me on some lte trash and i said never and then he goes and screen caps the AT&T internet outage. Wow. The lady doth protest too much, me thinks. And I said, well, your Photoshop skills have actually gotten <laughs> uh, better. And um, I said, I'm just kidding. Tell them that you're out here hustling, trying to bet on yourself. I could just take some of his prospect Gronk, guide. Gronk, Gronk probably just cut his internet. Yeah. <laughs> and then I sent a text to our buddy Reeves seeing if he wanted to drop by, just yeah. completely ghosted. I mean, I sent that text almost three hours ago now. Haven't heard from Reeves. I mean, the Swolecast is just down tremendously right now. Tremendously but, bad. But actually, it is is a representation of <laughs> what we're about to talk about, <laughs> and that is this year's quarterback class. Because, Davis, can you remember like a quarterback class as bad as this class that we have right now? I mean, what what the the 2013 class, that was the year uh, EJ Manuel, I think, went 16. Was that the was that the Geno Smith 
draft class where Gino fell to the, to the second round. Um, yeah, yeah. 20, 2013 NFL draft. So the quarterbacks who were drafted in that draft, we had EJ Manuel go at 13, Gino Smith go at 39, Mike Glennon, 73 overall, Ooh. Matt, Matt Barkley in there. And then a bunch of memes, uh, you know, Ryan Nassib, Landry <laughs> Jones, guys, guys who we're going to be watching this weekend in, uh, in the USFL, basically. Is the 2013 draft the worst draft in the history of the NFL? Well, uh, I mean, Eric Fisher is pretty good now, but pretty bad. Uh, the Rams took Tavon Austin, Tavon Austin overall. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys. Let, let's let me sort by uh by AV and see who is is top. So let, can can this is a great question. I and I'll extend it to top four. Can either of you guys guess who the one of the four guys in a in in career value from the 2013 draft class? Well, you say that it's going to be like way on. Well, on Aaron, Aaron, a, better, a better question would be, can you name one person from the 2013 draft class? Was it Le'Veon Bell? Le'Veon Bell is up there. He's number eight. Number one is fourth round pick David Bakhtiari. Number two, Travis Kelsey. Number three, DeAndre oh. Hopkins. Number okay, four, so this, this draft actually is not that bad. You just have Only- to scroll down. All the first bit. round picks were bad other than right. Lane Johnson and Eric Fisher, pretty much. Honey Badger, third round pick. Keenan Allen, third round pick. Um, and Davis is Eskimo, uh, bro, in this draft class. Was he really? Was he 2013? Yeah. Wow. 29th how- overall to the Vikings. Bakhtiari, juice check. Like, I mean, yeah, you've got. Uh... Well, clearly pro football references weighted approximate value is way skewed because it doesn't have the greatest kick returner in NFL history as a top five <laughs> pick in this class. You know, the second round was the second round is wild. Like you said, it go li- listen to this set of picks here. Justin Hunter, Zach Ertz, Darius Slay, Gio Bernard, Manti Teo, Geno Smith, someone named Tank Carradine, and then Robert Woods. I mean, there's some longevity to those names. Yeah. The Titans choosing Justin Hunter over uh, Robert Woods, but then getting Rust- Robert Woods back. That's poetry. It's, wow. Yeah. Where is that narrative? I mean, this has come full circle for Robert Woods. <laughs> uh, you know, now the Titans, we'll talk about quarterbacks in a second. As you know, it's only a five minute segment. Um, but the Titans big thing recently has been AJ Brown. And like, are they going to trade AJ Brown? And it is like this huge ordeal. Where, where is this coming from? Why? why I think is, it's, it's got to be coming from like the Jets camp. And now like the Titans are having to put out things. What if that, it's AJ Brown's agent and he just doesn't want to be a Titan anymore? Well, his agent is also, I believe, uh, Metcalf's agent and someone else coming up for the next class as well. Um, but you have these wide receivers that are just getting paid very, very handsomely. It's like, are, is, are they worth it? And now it's like, because AJ Brown's a second round pick, you can't tag them. And so you're going to have to pay them next year. And people are wondering like, are these wide receivers now going into like the overvalued territory? Like, do you think Steph Diggs was overpaid Davis? Yes. Yeah, I do. Um, Although I think the offsetting parts of the contract make it more like a two-year deal, which feels that feels more accurate, right? 
like that feels that feels better for it to be a two-year deal the the thing that uh seems bizarre is that they're choosing to maybe not get the cost controlled labor of a first round wide receiver and instead choosing to pay digs all this money and i guess it makes sense given that josh allen's mega contract either kicks in this year or is about to kick in but I, don't, I would maybe rather have like Jamison Williams for like $800,000 a year than Diggs for $20 million a year. Yeah. And so that's what the, the big thing is. Now people are all about like the trade, either you trade up or you trade to get more picks. The less need uh, F them picks mantra. Now what people are thinking about just like win now, but I feel like that only works for the Rams, Peter. Yeah. It's, I, I don't know. Did you see the recent uh, circling back to as how this pertains to the Titans? Did you see the recent ESPN mock draft that had Traylon Burks to the Titans? And yeah. then the immediate question is, is that imagining a world where Traylon Burks is, you know, filling back in for AJ Brown because he's not there? Or do we all of a sudden have one of the f- most fun wide receiver duos in the league with AJ Brown and Traylon Burks? Yeah, no, I've seen like, the Titans are good. If they get anyone other than a wide receiver in the first round, I'm going to be very upset. But have you messed with PFF's like mock draft tool? Um, I have. I've been using uh, the Ringers draft tool just because it's so uh, sleek to uh, to navigate. Okay, so like you can't, Davis. Have you used any of these mock draft tools where you you can be a team and either trade back or take a pick? Yeah, I've been doing I've been doing it for uh, the Cowboys, trying to find ways to get them to take like six wide receivers. But yeah, when some of these mock drafts and even doing it yourself, like some of these have like eight wide receivers going in the first round. Like yeah. everyone's going for wide. Everyone, receiver. everyone needs a wide receiver, and the complicating factor is that, um, like like four teams own like 20% of the picks. Cause there are so many teams that are picking multiple times, the Eagles picking multiple times, the saints picking multiple times, the Packers, the Cowboys picking multiple times. And all of those teams have wide receiver as a need. And it's kind of just a matter of does do, do any of those teams take double wide receivers? Like do the chiefs take sky Moore and Christian Watson, do the Packers take Drake London and Chris Olave or whatever. Well, do you guys think too this shift because we're coming out of this free agency where all of these superstar wide receivers got mega extensions and you could make the claim for a, a few of them like Davis did with Diggs that they're overpaid, that like the new meta is the same way people were wanting rookies, quarterbacks on that rookie contract Your because contract, of how about yeah, yeah. that now they're just shifting that we want the stud wide receivers on that Jamar Chase contract because then like, you, they're, they're not going to be affordable if, if they hit once they hit the open market. Did you see that I mean, Brandon Cooks deal? Yeah. Well, well, they can do whatever they want. Like the Texans, the Texans are competing against no one. Like they're they they can give however much money they want, whatever. So I don't think that's a market maker. But the more interesting thing is that we haven't even seen how insane the wide receiver contracts are going to get because all of these guys are on their third contract. Tyreek, third contract, Adams, third contract, Diggs, third contract. When Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. CD Lamb, when those guys go to get their second contract, I, I mean, Jamar Chase could legitimately get like $35 million guaranteed per year, I, I think. Yeah. So you've got, and like the, the whole tagging thing, 
you're not going to be able to tag receivers unless you really want to pay up. But that, I think that's what AJ Brown, Metcalf and Debo all have the same agent and they're all going to be up for like, they're going to be basically reset the market um, with some of these salaries. So yeah. Like if you had to build Davis and you could go back, would you build around someone who's a little more affordable, like Derrick Henry in a running back, or would you choose um, a high price wide receiver? What, what question? How is, how did Derrick, Peter, can you track this for me? How did Derrick, I'm just Henry talking about like a generational talent, like <laughs> Derrick Henry, or even a Travis Kelsey. That's not as expensive as his wide receiver. And just Oh, I, I, I was just talking about this with Corain yesterday. I I'd take Kelsey over anybody. Kelsey over the field in it or Kittle, right? Because, because the elite tight end changes everything on how a defense can defend you. It makes you better. It makes you better at running. Obviously, you know, Kelsey is this hugely important part of the passing game. Like, like our, our, the thing crane and I were talking about was how we would take, if we were doing a historical all-time NFL draft, we would have Gronk as the first ever, like as the first pass catcher taken. Um, and I think the same, I mean, like there's an argument to be made that like the field stretching stuff that Chase or Jefferson can do is is more valuable, but the the elite tight ends who are like crazy good run blockers and amazing wide receivers, it's like they play two positions well. All right, let's get. I mean, fun segment. I mean, that's I had a that's blast. The or, that's the organic content <laughs> that we weren't even planning on, but here but here we are. Also, if you'll go ahead and hit that like button. Uh, subscribe, leave a comment. Yeah, Peter, go ahead and yeah, just smash it, guys. We're yeah. just begging you to smash it. Yeah, and the comments also have been have been pretty good. Uh, people enjoyed the Robin uh, show from <laughs> Pat last week. So, um... what superhero would you compare Pat Corain to? I don't know. I guess with with ship chasing, he might be Robin. No, he's a he's a Peter cool. Parker dude. He's, Crane he's, Crane is such a well, Peter Parker. Captain America, I'd say. Uh, Not the direction I would have gone, but could be. Some of the comments, Davis. We do need to update people. Uh, not a hernia. No, I have. Uh, what's is grade one the worst or grade three the worst? I forget. Are you going to say whatever the worst is? No, the whatever the whatever the best, uh, least worst is. I have a I I have an oblique strain, which is a pulled muscle. Yeah, which doesn't which uh, doesn't feel very good, but is uh, much more preferable to spending my entire summer uh, recovering from uh, an outpatient hernia procedure. Fra Frankie Paleo said, "I like how Davis was more concerned about his three golf trips than his actual wedding in regards to his <laughs> maybe hernia." Oh, well, you can get married with like, what's the, what's a, a, a hernia going to stop me from getting married, bro? Davis would wheel up there in a, in a wheelchair if he needed to, but you can't take away the golf trip. No, hey, Davis is going to be on wheels one way or the other, either skateboard or um, a wheelchair. Pete, Davis, are, my, my, my friends want to know, are you coming to the golf trip in May? Dude, I've been trying. I mean, you're killing. I, I, I would have a hundred percent been there if it wasn't Mother's Day weekend. That's just, uh, it's made Ooh. it pretty tough. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And also, it is a little hard for me to get to where you are. I was looking at what airport I would fly into. You'd have to, you'd have to rent a car for sure. Yeah, yeah. You go somewhere in the uh, tropics. 
<laughs> no, we're going to Tiger Woods's golf course oh, in Arkansas. Cam um uh, went there and was freaking out about it. Yeah, oh yeah, playing, I remember seeing his posts from we're that. playing there Friday morning and then another nicer but not as nice course the next day. I can't go either, Davis, because uh, you know, Mother's Day and uh, do you golf? Like, do you golf, bro? Top golf. I watched I've the golf did it. Was it there a story about a company golf threesome or foursome? You guys had a tournament. I know, a basketball yeah, tournament. Yeah. Okay. So I've golfed with I've golfed with Dan. He's really bad. Dan uh, Bach. Is bad? I, thought, I thought he was. I no, 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 was no, good. no, no. Not not Dan Bach. Mr. Tuttle 05. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I thought I was like, this is a bombshell. No, he just DB cosplay. Good. Me, okay. uh, the probably the the funniest uh foursome you can imagine. Me, Tuttle. CSU and Brandon Adams playing uh, a par three night golf course in San Diego where they have it like lit up with floodlights at night. Yeah. And and Peter and Brandon Adams getting into a big argument about gambling. Like just, <laughs> it, it, just like the most classic, like it was perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, Jeremy Nelson also said, I appreciate the start time and having this available by Wednesday morning. Thanks, Devin. So, um, yeah, you're welcome. Jeremy. Yeah. And, you know, thanks to the producers for all these six superhero graphics they're overlaying yeah. in these various spots of the video yeah. to, you know, hold your attention. Yeah. They did good. They did good. They <laughs> re really good. Uh, someone said, wow, Soccer Dave always been this smart. So, all right. Keep Wait, those comments. Are, we, are coming. we live? Are we live right now? Or are you just, are you? No, these are last week's comments. He's reading oh, last week. Okay. We need some podcast comments because we haven't had one in a really long time. Uh, so leave us a comment on iTunes, please. All right. Let's move forward. Uh, Peter, were you going to say something? No, I was just noticing your decaying shirt that now just says swole. This is so comfortable. I've been I've sure. been meaning I've been meaning to to bring this up actually while we're talking about soccer day shirts. I I uh, I've been just trying to clean up my collection of clothes because I have way too many. And I'm wondering if I should do a giveaway with all the fantasy insider shirts that I have because I don't wear them anymore. And I, I have a feeling that they would those would be pretty appealing giveaways. Tokenize them. I don't maybe. Probably not on the blockchain, bro. Seems like, seems we'll like cast metaverse, dude. Let's build out of you. <laughs> okay, here's my question though, and just be honest, be real. Are you giving them away because you've got too many clothes, or are you giving them away because they might have shrank in the washer in the past few years? Oh, none of my stuff from college fits me anymore. But <laughs> yeah. even even if they even if they did, I can't imagine a scenario where I'd want to wear them. We a fantasy insider shirt? Yeah. Where where am I wearing that? Anywhere. It's like nostalgic. No, it's it basically would fall in the ironic t-shirt category. Yeah, and I don't <laughs> I don't I don't really like graphic. I don't like really like t-shirts with graphics on them anyway. Well, every shirt you wear has a graphic on it. No, I wear hoodies that have graphics on them, but that's a different oh, thing. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> t-shirts. Uh, do you have a cool cat hoodie? What, what is a cool cat? Like Davis like, isn't a nine lives lounge member. No, he's not, N not um, a nine lives lounge member. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's get started with, uh, with quarterbacks in this year's quarterback class. I also want to talk about first year heading into their second year quarterbacks, because that actually is a decent conversation. I feel like this, 
this quarterback prospects conversation is going to be really short and to the point. So Davis, <laughs> give us an overview, an overzets overview of these QB prospects. Malik Willis yeah, could be really good. Else. Could be really good. Could also be a Josh Rosen style flame out. I, I am in the camp of thinking he's quite good. And I would be, if I was the, you know, GM of the Panthers or the lions or whatever, I'd be willing to get fired selecting him in the top five picks of the NFL draft. Ooh. Every, everyone else uh, like that. There was a rumor this morning that the Panthers are wanting to maybe take Matt Corral or Kenny Pickett at number six. Those are not guys I would be willing to get fired for if I was a quarterback and Corral to me is more interesting than Pickett. Cause he, uh, I mean, he can move a little bit, right. You know, everyone remembers the, like, uh, you know, some of, some of his runs and, and he played in a system that I think 10 years ago would have been a negative on him, right? Like that system they play at Ole Miss where they, they spread it out. But like, actually now that's kind of the offense that a lot of these NFL teams are running is three wide receivers as their base personnel, no under the center type stuff like that. Remember like when spread offense quarterbacks coming out of college, you'd be like, well, he can never play in a pro style offense. He doesn't even know how to take a snap under center. I mean, how often are guys taking snaps under center? So, and then how old seems like budget, like dime store corral. So not that interested in him. Ritter is maybe more interesting because he played at a higher level. Like, like his teams were really successful and he ran a four or five at the combine. But again, it's like, what, what am I really seeing when I'm watching quarterbacks in college? It's like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not an NFL scout. I, I can mostly just look at the data and see that these guys all seem fine. And for fantasy Malik Willis will be really good. Um, but that that's really all I got. Peter, you have to make a bet over under two and a half quarterbacks drafted in the first round this year's oh, draft. Smash the over. See, I would, I was going to say, it should be the over, but like looking at a lot of mock draft, I mean, it's a good line because you look at a lot of mock drafts and you see just those two guys, but I mean, I'm even looking like, I'm just wondering if this is swung too far with the wide receiver thirst and being like, I'm looking at the, um, the Falcons with pick eight, the Seahawks with pick nine. And you're telling me there that they wouldn't be better off just taking a stab on a Malik Willis or a Kenny Pickett and just seeing if they can hit on it. We know the value. If you do hit on it, we all also know that QB evaluation is really hard and the NFL continues to miss on it year after year. Like, I just don't know how those franchises can afford not taking a quarterback, even if they aren't as high a floor as some previous years. Why did the Falcons need a quarterback? <laughs> they need one bad. Marcus Mariota started nine games for the Tennessee Titans and kitchen is like, that's my guy forever. Um, I just, it will be fun if he does have like any sort of resurgence this year, it'll be fun. I, you know what, Pete, you're, you're right. Because the, the risk and, and as we just saw, looking back at the 2013 draft teams miss on these first round picks all the time. Like there's, there's kind of this assumption made that the quarterback is the risky pick, but the outside linebacker (laughs) you take at 13 and said, like that guy's a guaranteed hit. And you know, really that's not true. Like, like hitting on a quarterback is, I guess, I mean, it's, this is probably not a hundred percent true, but my guess is that hitting on a quarterback is, is not that different in terms of hit rate as hitting on another position there and hitting on the quarterback is way more valuable. If Kenny pick, if I'm wrong and Kenny Pickett is really good, then, 
you turned your whole franchise around with the 13th overall pick or whatever. Kenny Pickett just seems meh, though, right? Like, yep. there's nothing that yep. he does. I mean, like, he's pretty a- he's pretty accurate, and he played he played in that air raid system, the perfect pass, the perfect pass at Pittsburgh University, the Pittsburgh Panthers. They they did the same thing, which again is uh, much more desirable to NFL coaches now than it was even five years ago. Well, that. And that's why, I mean, I guess, Dave, are you making the argument that Kenny Pickett is just kind of like more of the same of kind of the conservative game manager type quarterbacks that they've had with Bridgewater and Darnold, whereas why not flip things on its head a bit and grab Malik Willis and see if you can actually hit on a high upside quarterback? (laughs) Yes, but Pickett's comparable. I just typed it up on player profiler. It's Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I mean, and- getting getting Tannehill as he exists now is a huge win where they're picking. Yeah. There's there's a huge difference between what what are what are the Titans paying Tannehill? Like 25 million or something? Less um, than that because they got a pretty good deal on him. But yeah, he so you whatever. Have a rookie contract, but and then you just load up everywhere else. It's like it's like if I was to say that you get Kirk Cousins for a rookie scale contract at 13, you got, you got to take that guy because there's a huge difference between paying Kirk cousins, $40 million. And what, what, what is the 13th pick make like 700,000. The other side of this is just like, why not just draft one of these wide receivers that you know is going to be good. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. Is there this year and then, and then draft your quarterback net, like the Falcons, like, it doesn't matter who they draft at quarterback. They're going to, they're going to struggle. Right. Like, whereas if you, if you tank, but you can say that in both directions, because why not just take the quarterback now, if they suck, you're tanking. And if they don't suck, then you just hit your franchise quarterback. And then you can just take another quarterback next year. If they suck, I guess my point is like this year's strength is the wide receiver class. Next year's strength might be the quarterback class. And there, and there is, um, supposedly better quarterback class coming next year. Although that's kind of what everyone always says. I mean, the, the Alabama kid is really good. Bryce right? Young. Yeah. yeah. You just tank for Bryce Young. And then, yeah. So, all right. Um, you mentioned Ritter. What's his, what's his comp? I mean, it would, it would depend on who you ask, right? In the, yeah. Alex Smith is who player profiler which is again that's one where you say it and you're like uh alex smith but alex smith was a good nfl quarterback like he really he really was I, and i know it's like oh he throws behind the sticks and blah, blah, whatever alex smith on a rookie deal a great pick great like like desmond ritter on a rookie contract for the pittsburgh steelers or whatever that's a win for them if he's alex smith yeah, the Ringer draft guide says uh, shades of Daniel Jones, but in a good way, which is pretty much Alex Smith. <laughs> that's a that's a I I like that. I think that's I think I, and again, I don't know anything. Like I've watched Desmond Ritter play in college like four times, but I I just am I'm intrigued by any quarterback of his size and mobility. Really. Okay. Um, let's talk about second year quarterbacks. You had to do it all over again. Who are some of the busts, Davis, that you, you already are out on them? I'm not out on any of them. I think, really, I think there's even road to redemption for Zach Wilson because there's just such that permeating jet stinkiness. 
And I think they should be a little bit better this year. I think they probably are. I mean, all the Jets fans in my ads are telling me they're taking a wide receiver at 410. They're telling me they want to take Trey McBride at 34, that whatever um, their second round pick is. McBride, and some mocks have McBride going third round, like early third. McBride's well, the stud tight end out of uh, Colorado State. And stud might be a little bit generous. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's a stud, but I, I'm not out on any of them, honestly. And this feels like this is this. I will get so flamed by this, but the one who I feel has the narrowest range of outcomes is Mac Jones. Like I feel, and and maybe that'll be wrong. Maybe Mac Jones will look much different in an offense with some speed. Uh, the the, I, the Hayden Winks line that I steal on all these shows is that if uh, if all the NFL teams were to do a 53-man roster relay race, the Patriots would have lost. They would have come in last place, and I, I think that's true. And so if you know if they change around their offense, and if Johnu Smith plays in a more interesting role, and Devontae oh. Parker is good. <laughs> Oh. I mean, and maybe I'm wrong. Uh, the The one who I feel the most queasy about from my original position is Fields because yeah. it's it, it seems like the Bears just don't think he's any good. And I, I was doing this show with Corrine yesterday, and I just Google newsed Pep Hamilton quarterback. Nothing. There's not one puff piece, not one. You know, Pep Hamilton's really excited to do with Justin Fields what he did with Justin Herbert. You know, we we think we can get – fields you know x y nothing radio silence and that does not inspire confidence at all peter reorder the quarterbacks first five quarterbacks how you would draft them this year put on your gm hat all right as a as an nfl gm yes um you are peter right. Rosette, the nfl gm you've got trevor lawrence zach wilson trey lance so those were the first three picks uh and then justin fields was at 11 mac jones was at 15 so reorder those guys Man, it is so tough because it's flat, but this is, here's my definitive right. ranking. Yeah. Number you one, can't go back. You can't go back. These are etched in stone. Number one, Trey yeah. Lance. I've seen everything I need to see. Hey, go. I've, see I've seen what I needed to see immediately. Yes. Immediately. Yes. I've seen what I need to see. Number two, Justin Fields. Number three, Ooh. Trevor Lawrence. Keep the faith. Number four, Zach Wilson, number five, Max Jones, number six, Davis Mills, no, number I seven, Kellen top. Mond, number eight, Kyle Trask. I am out on Kyle Trask. I mean, if yeah. he can't beat out a 49-year-old Tom Brady to be the starting <laughs> quarterback, when's it ever going to happen? Um, you know what? That's the order I would have them into. And Nick Rudman, I, I don't care. You know, come at it's oh, like Rudman's going to be so pissed. Uh, it's like, it's like, and totally the thing is, is like Mac Jones could be a guy who wins 10 games a year with them for a bunch. If the roster gets better and Belichick's a good coach and he executes the offense, but it's like, I, 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 I do feel like that wind game against Buffalo kind of told me what I needed to know, which is that in any context of adversity, Belichick was like, we got to ask this guy to do absolutely nothing when the, when the conditions are not good. You would have fields over Trevor Lawrence too. Davis, that way, new, co new, co new coach in Jacksonville, fresh so, start. So Trevor Lawrence is this super interesting case of the film watchers basically just told us this guy's the best. There's nothing to worry about there, and and he didn't ever. He he actually got it wasn't worse. even like this guy's the best. It's like this guy's the next Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, like 
generational and, and talent. The, the interesting thing at Clemson was that his best season was his freshman season in terms of, um, you know, uh, like touchdown to turnover ratio. And he was, I mean, it's not that he was ever bad, but like his final season at Clemson, he threw for fewer yards, threw for fewer touchdowns. Like, and yeah, of course you could be like, like all these horror stories about Urban Meyer and Daryl Bevel and whatever, but it's like, how much meaningfully better was he than Justin Fields, who people are like, he's the worst, ship him off to Siberia, he, he can't play. And no serious football people, like, like I, I don't know, let's pull in, like Greg Cassell or Dan Orlovsky or whatever these. Gil these, Brandt. Gil Brandt, whatever. These, these, these TV football people, these big NFL guys, they're not, they're just be like, nope, Trevor Lawrence, he's great. There's nothing wrong. It was all on everyone else. The line sucked. The wide receiver sucked. And it's like, well, yeah, all that crap was true for Fields too. But there are there are no Fields apologists left outside of dynasty fantasy football nerds. But everyone is like, Lawrence is fine, and and maybe he will be fine, right? I don't know. Well, and that and that's the thing that makes I think ranking these quarterbacks so hard is all of them either have major variables that have changed, or we just literally do not have enough information on them. I mean, the, the least black box of them all is probably Zach Wilson, right? Like, I feel like we kind of know what he is and what that offense is going to be. And now it's just, can he take a second year leap? I think, I think that's a, I mean, and I think Mac Jones too, it's like, it's like, it's like, can Mac it's like, I guess the question for Mac Jones is, can he be a guy who adds value or is he just like a, an Alex Smith without the mobility, right? Cause people do kind of forget that about Alex Smith is like he, he ran and, and avoided sacks and stuff. Um, you know? Right. And I think the, the Mac Jones stuff, and like you were saying, it doesn't have to be a, like a diss on him. You could definitely see him being a better version of Jimmy Garoppolo in the Patriots being totally the, the, the you know, the West version of the, of the Niners, uh, the AFC version of the Niners where he's just good enough uh, when the running game and the defense is built around him to and take he, you to the Super he, Bowl. And, and, and maybe even a version where that doesn't have the backbreaking interceptions that Garoppolo right. does. Cause that, that's that like, I mean, shit, you could win a Super Bowl with Mac Jones on a rookie contract. If he is a better, if he's like a non interception throwing version of Jimmy G like, I mean, probably not in the AFC. I guess maybe that's the other thing that colors the conversation is the mountain that, that, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones have to climb is so much higher than the mountain that the NFC that Trey Lance and Justin Fields have to climb because the four best teams in the NFL are probably all in the AFC. Davis, Davis Mills, your namesake. Is he a starting quarterback in 2023? Probably not. Okay. Cause there was this, there was this, um, so like, high in dynasty super flex leagues then. I have him in the league that you, that you play in. Um, so the thing about Davis Mills is that there was kind of this reimagining of like how good he played because he was doing it with such crappy teammates or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was still outside of the top 30 of quarterbacks in EPA per play. Like it's, it, he, he was not like, you know, like rookie or Tony Romo out there or anything. Okay. Uh, Peter, you ranked him at number six. Yeah, I mean, he did surprise me, right? Because you assume, he surprised everybody. You yeah, you he, assume he's anus, right? Yeah, and that again goes back to the thing about how bad we are on 
quarterback evaluations. And he ended up in a good spot where he was able to actually see some reps and get on the field. Like we don't know anything about Kyle Trask or Kellen Mond because they didn't have a chance to, to play yeah. any games. Yeah. Davis took that job from Tyrod, just took it from him. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the retelling of Tyrod is like the stable hands as a court. It's like a bit much. It's like Tyrod's fine, but you know, we like who, who is Tyrod? He's on the giants this year. He's going to yeah. start a couple games for the Tyrod giants. though did have a legit start to that season. And then he got hurt. Well, um, well, yeah. And you remember the narrative, right? I mean, all the best ball bros, people weren't drafting Justin Herbert because Tyrod was going to be the quarterback that entire season. It was like, yeah. this is going to be a red shirt year for him. And before yeah. that, it was Baker Mayfield, which actually now doesn't turn out that well. But. Oh, man. Where does Baker Mayfield play this season? Did, ba- did Baker Mayfield trade request his way to the relaunch of the XFL? <laughs> no. I mean, after we see the first week of this USFL product, we're going to be oh, begging buddy. for Baker Mayfield that's to the, be a quarterback. <laughs> we're all, everyone's so excited on Twitter right now. Like people are like, it's going to be great. And it's like, dude, I just need everyone to know it's going to be bad. And, and it's going to be worse than you imagine. It's going to be a lot of, of two yard carries. Oh, Jeff see? Fisher's team is going to be very fun to watch. N- nostalgia. Did you see the uh, the opening over unders for all these games over the weekend? They're all at fifty five. Well, I they mean, all got they all got bet. They're all they're all the way down at like forty five on those sites they, now. They but got yeah. bet down ten points. Jeez. So, uh, fear my turtle, who we know, he basically said he's one of the best niche sport players out there. I I would say the best actually. The best. Okay. Yeah, and he works for RotoGrinders.com. Um. And so he is, he, he basically told us a week ago, he's like, I'm not really sure where to put this. I can't put this, but I'm just telling you guys now, all these bets are like 10 points what, too high on these over under. It's ridiculous. Like and Vegas and got that one wrong. They Well, they weren't even available for most people. I think Fox bet was the only people. Fox that, bet was the yeah. one that was available yeah. for. The same I was, thing happened I was with looking. the XFL. They all yeah. opened up outrageous. And then by the end, by the middle of the season, they were like 37, 38. And know, they were still, and they were still hitting under because yeah. the, 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 really what the, the problem is with these leagues um, is it, the quarterback plays is, is not great, but it's the offensive line play. That's just, it's so bad because any offensive lineman with any semblance of skill is on an NFL roster. Like, uh, you know, they're, they're not like Donald Parham and, and uh, PJ Walker and Cam Phillips, like those guys made it to NFL rosters. And I think some defensive players too, there were not any offensive linemen who made their way from the XFL to NFL rosters. Yeah. It's uh, and if you let there's this, uh, this guy's doing a podcast series, RJ Young, he interviewed all the coaches and like the sound bites from every coach are like, we're going to run the damn ball. Uh, just trying to, <laughs> just trying to, you know, pound it, you know, wait, tick, are tick, you tick grinding? Are you grinding USFL podcasts? That was yeah. my first video on my new channel was a preview of the USFL. I know. Like, I know that you're like previewing it, but like, are you deep into like the team sites and like fan sites and stuff like that? Like, you know, I, I, maybe I let some other people do the heavy lifting with curation. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, is there an I'm athletic gonna... site for or athletic site for the? Yeah, it's, it's Justin Freeman taking yeah. his family on a vacation it's to go scout out the camp. training camp. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, well, do you re- you guys remember the XFL, right? Where all the quasi beat reporters popped up 
out of the woodwork. And it was like, they weren't even in that town. They were just internet beat reporters that decided they were going to cover the St. Louis Battlehawks. And everybody's like, is so-and-so playing? Is so-and-so yeah. on the field? And he's like, let me do a Twitter search for you and then pass it along. <laughs> I still uh, I, I still have my, my Battlehawks merch. They're a fun team. It's going to be fun to watch uh, Jordan Tiamu. That was, that was the other thing I saw is Tiamu was not even drafted as a starting quarterback in this league. He was the 12th quarterback taken. Yeah. And um, who was it? Yeah. Shea Patterson was the first overall quarterback to the Michigan. Michigan. Who, is, who is not good if you've watched no. him play. Yeah. Was he a Michigan guy? Yeah, he was. I, I believe he is still loves faces Twitter avatar. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, from, uh, from, from Kellen Mond and uh tip how do you say his name tiamu jordan yes. tiamu yeah to matt corral i mean these are all these are all names that people tune into this whole cast for the deep deep dive um this um, was a good this was a good show yeah it I, like abbreviated. I actually yeah davis i felt like you talked a little too much well that's what you get when i'm not on my phone you got to choose one or the other you can't get both <laughs> fair fair all right <laughs> Did you like this show? Let us know in the comments. Um, and yeah, we'll do we'll do some final thoughts, Peter. Yeah, why don't you rank the 2021 QB class for us in the comments? How would you reorder them? You like that, Dave? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because people like they like the Derrick Henry stuff. Someone said last week that like Silva would be hammering, like be on the bandwagon for for Derrick Henry going into the Hall of Fame. I could just see oh, like sure. Silva and me being, you know, gray hairs and just campaigning together, like the good. Was it when we had Silva on the show last year? Were was it you or Tuttle that weren't there? Were you gone the Silva episode? I was okay. Yeah. All right. So you guys haven't had a chance. Maybe maybe one of these weeks, you and Silva just do a two man sixty minute swole cast where you guys just slurp up all the big dog love. Yeah, the big dog. Who calls him the big? No, who calls him King Henry? That was a great bit when Davis didn't know his name. All right. Uh, final thoughts, Davis. Um, final thoughts. Excited yeah. for the NBA play in games. Uh, it's going to be good. Excited for my uh, move on NBA Top Shot to get rid of all my moms from teams who are not in the playoffs to just really focus in on these challenges. Yeah. Uh, love, love Roham. Always have. Are you getting, you're still not getting any all day moments? It just doesn't do it. Remember when I said the move was to buy all the like AJ Brown and those guys? Like I said it, didn't do it, but that was the move. Now all those. It's it's hard to know what the move is when the supply and the roadmap can change at a moment's notice. Can you explain this to me? Like I just maybe, and maybe you feel the same, Peter. Like all day, it's just like it leaves me very uninspired, but I still. We've talked about Top Shot all the we've time. We've talked about this. It's the curation of moments. I do think they're doing a little better job on the upcoming and the rewind of the curation of moments. But yeah, um, I saw. I think it's still going to come down to displays. People with nice displays displaying their moments. Did you see the mini jumbotron that someone installed in their house? No. Go to mini minijumbotron.com. And it's like a mini jumbotron that you put in your game room. Like it looks pretty cool. 
stuff like that needs to happen. Are you, are you an influencer for mini jumbotron.com? It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I'm looking at it now. Okay. Uh, mini jumbotron. If you're looking for a podcast (laughs) to sponsor, I think the Instagram account has like 128 followers. Um, then uh, let us know. We can definitely give you. Yeah. Uh, if you, if you end up watching the swole cast on your mini Jumbotron, let us know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Imagine like a swole cast mini Jumbotron. All right. Uh, Davis, did you get final thoughts? Peter, did you get final thoughts? I feel like this was kind of all my final thoughts. Yeah. All right. My final thought is uh, sometimes you're going to be faced against with, you're going to face with adversity um, requests, people asking you to do stuff. Maybe you don't even want to do it. If that's the case, just tell them that uh, the internet's out for your area and uh, problem solved. So I also did get a text back from Rich. He was recording another podcast during the show. So he was, he was tied yeah. up. Yeah. One of those four hour marathon ones. Got it. One of the four hours. Yeah. All right. Uh, that will do it for this wall cast. Let us know what you think. We'll be back next week. Let's talk wide receivers next week. No, not wide receivers. Let's talk running back and running backs. Next week. Yeah. The running backs are not interesting. So we need to have a secondary topic. All right. The most interesting thing about the running backs is that four of them used to be linebackers. There are multiple running backs with more career tackles than receptions in this class. All right. Um, our moon cats do for a rebound. We talk about that and running backs <laughs> on next week's show here on this wolf cast on runnergrinders.com. Peace. <laughs>